0: I'm Brett Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal. And this is your Peak Daily for TGIF, November 19th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes.
1: Jay, we are wrapping up our Bet on Canada summit. It was just an awesome day, and this is actually our first live show. We are currently live on the Bet on Canada stream, so anything can happen. Are you nervous, Jay?
0: I'm not nervous. I am excited, uh, but not. I don't think nervous is the right term. What about you? I'm,
1: no, I, I feel great. I'm excited. I'm excited that we can share this moment with everybody who showed up to the summit today. Which, by the way, we really do appreciate you coming by, and I hope you got as much out of it as we did. Is there anything that stuck with you from today, Jay?
0: yeah there were a couple things one i had the privilege and honor uh so thank you peak pals here um of talking to taylor frankel from nude sticks (laughs) i was fascinated with her uh, startup story the family business uh her her marriage like how they do e-com but also how they do brick and mortar it's very compelling story and she also said i had nice skin um which I took as a real compliment, someone who does this for a living, said I'm nice. And I just think it's a very good camera and a good filter on my camera specifically. But more, but interestingly, though, uh, Philip Cutler from Paper was was really dynamic. And I love that story. Uh, David Siegel from David's Tea and now Mad Radish is also a very compelling story. But I also didn't know one thing that um, maybe being a gemologist is the quickest path to opening a restaurant empire.
1: Well, look, I had the chance to, I had the privilege to interview Mohamed Faka, who is the founder of Paramount Fine Foods and the CEO. And he's just an incredible character, so inspiring. It was, uh, yeah, it was just a a great conversation. And by the way, Jake, I've always thought you had good skin. I just thought it'd be weird to say. And so I'm happy somebody in the right context could say it. But for the record, I've always thought you had good skin. So uh, something you should be proud of.
0: That's nice of you to say. It was really nice for Taylor to say.
1: You know, we had a great day today. And if you did catch all of our summit, we will have recordings and clips soon of everything that you saw today. So if you tuned in for one and couldn't make another and you want to get all caught up on all the great conversations we had today, we will be sending those out shortly. But, you know, as we always do, Jay, let's get into the news. For our first story, we've got The Three Amigos. For our second story, we've got Hi, Mama. And for our last story, The Constitution is for Sale.
0: For our first story, yesterday, Prime Minister Trudeau met in person with Joe Biden and Andres Lopez Obrador for the first time since the pandemic. Brett, they say two is company and three's a crowd. Is that the case here?
1: Well, it's definitely the case this time because they haven't really met a lot of people in person since the pandemic. This is actually the first time the three leaders have met since COVID-19 took over North America, but it's also the first time they've met since President Biden took office and they have a lot to talk about. Some big items on PM Trudeau's agenda are relieving the supply chain crisis, the Made in USA rules for EV vehicles, what to do about the Enbridge Line 5 pipeline. This is a pipeline that runs through Ontario and Michigan that Michigan wants to shut down. So it's obviously a big topic for Prime Minister Trudeau who doesn't want that to happen. And of course, the topic that never goes away, COVID-19.
0: In particular, the Americans want cross-border movement to get back to normal, and they're a bit frustrated with Canada's testing scheme. So right now, anyone crossing the Canadian border, land, air, or sea, has to have a PCR test that was completed within 72 hours to get back into Canada. The Americans who don't have the same testing requirements at the land border want to get aligned on requirements because, Brett, obviously what we want to do is follow the U.S.'s lead on all things covid
1: uh, well, look, I'm going to speak personally here. I'm going to Buffalo on Sunday for the football game, and I've got to get a PCR test here and pay 150 bucks. And so I wish they would just scrap the whole thing. But I I, I hear you, Jay. Uh, Trudeau, by the way, is also not happy with Biden's plans to attach made in American requirements to his new electric vehicle tax credit. This is a decision that would really hurt car manufacturers operating in Canada.
0: So, Brett, why should people care about Mr. Trudeau's going to Washington? Well, this is a big trip. The U.S. is our ally. They're our
1: neighbor. They're our biggest trading partner. And even in some cases, I'm talking about Jay here, friends. And so unsurprisingly, there's a lot of consequential topics to be discussed. And a number of them, including COVID testing, will directly impact us, me personally, on Sunday. So you'll definitely want to keep an eye on everything that happens at this summit.
0: And me personally, next week as I go home for American Thanksgiving.
1: I forgot. I almost forgot. Uh, That's very exciting, Jay. For our second story, Toronto-based HiMama raised $70 million in a Series B round. Jay, as the only dad on this podcast, can you tell the Peak Pals what HiMama is?
0: I actually can because one of the kids' daycare centers a long time ago was using HiMama. So it was founded in 2013, and HiMama is a platform to help child care centers manage their operations. The app shares information like staff scheduling, payment receipts to parents, and daily reports on activity, including updates on children's developmental skills and progress. The company's grown a ton since 2013. and has more than 6,800 childcare centers in Canada and the U.S. Who each pay around a thousand to two thousand dollars for the software and real parenting. Here, I'm teaching my grade two student about multiplication of like times a hundred, times a thousand. So it was actually very easy for me to say like how much 6,800 times a thousand actually is. And and Brett, it's a lot of money.
1: It's a lot of money, which justifies the 70 million dollar round that they just raised, and that was led by. Dane Capital's double impact fund. And the company's plan is to use this investment to drive future growth. Investors are betting that the demand for Hi Mama will only grow as investment into early childhood education increases, particularly from the public sector. Investment in the space, both from Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan and the federal government's $10 a day childcare plan should significantly expand access to childcare. So Jay, why should Peak Pals care about Hi Mama?
0: other than I am a big proponent of expanding childcare. We've seen this playbook before, just like BC-based Clio is a popular software solution for lawyers and online merchants love Shopify, Canada is becoming a bit of a hub for industry-specific software solutions, and it's making investors salivate over the opportunity. For our last story, a group of people are bidding on a rare copy of the US Constitution. It's kind of like people on K Street trying to buy Washington. But what's up with Constitution DAO? And why is everyone talking about it, Brad?
1: Well, Jay, no, it's not like uh, K Street buying the Capitol. It's a it's a bit more sophisticated than that. And it actually reminds me a lot of the movie National Treasure, where Nicolas Cage needs to get his hands on the Declaration of Independence to find lost treasure. No, it's actually nothing like that. Let me explain it to you. Yesterday, Sotheby's auctioned off the last privately held copy of the U.S. Constitution And a decentralized autonomous organization, a DAO, is submitting a bid. As of recording this, we still don't know who won the auction, but we will definitely let you know when we do uh, on the next episode of the Peak Daily. And it's probably worth taking a second now to explain some terminology that I just went through because it's all very complicated. In particular, what is a DAO? Well, DAOs are a collection of people who own a stake through tokens in an organization that's governed by rules encoded through smart contracts on the blockchain. I know that's a bunch of jargon. Really, it's just like a fancy crowdfunding campaign.
0: And what's happening here is that a bunch of folks have come together, created a DAO, and they're collecting Ethereum so they can make a competitive bid for the Constitution. To say that just makes me giggle. What's really neat is that they think they've got a chance to get it. If they do win the auction, anyone who committed Ethereum to the DAO will have a say over how the Constitution would be presented, where it will be on display, and any future decisions on preservation of the document. So Brett, why should people care about the Constitution DAO?
1: Well, I guess, Jay, I want to ask, do you think they're
0: going to buy it? Like, do you think they'll win the the, the auction? I don't know, but I am fascinated with DAO as a as a concept. And yeah. the second time it's come up on the Peak Daily, I think because someone bought a, comp- a robot that's operated by a DAO. Am I wrong about that? I
1: think you're wrong, but I, I like where your head's at. It sounds conceivable for sure. Look, they raised 40 million bucks. And my understanding is that they thought 20 million is a competitive bid. So I actually do believe they'll buy it. And so it'll be very interesting to see what they do with that. And it's because DAOs are having a moment. Lots of big thinkers in technology, like Jay Rosenthal, believe that DAOs will govern the next phase of the internet. While that might be hard to see today, projects like Constitution DAO offer a glimpse of what might be possible. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, one wanna follow this podcast on your app of choice? Leave us a review and share it with friends. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for
0: putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in while we do this. And this is where we get personal. My sister's birthday is on Sunday. So I can't say because we're not going to have a peak daily on Sunday, but she is the best, much older sister a little brother could have. So Dr. Mara Rosenthal, PhD. Happy birthday.
1: Wow. Impressive title.
0: (laughs) Have a good day, Brett.